Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, man? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world, Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. Welcome you into hour two of the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning. AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, WGNCRadio.com. Do want to, I was able to get some work in during the break. We did get a final score from last night's East Gaston Bessemer City game, 67 54 was that final score, which makes, and I did get confirmation, Trenton had (laughs) 37 points out of 67 for East Gaston, as he is um, really having a good stretch of games um, for this team. Trenton Sherrill putting together Some big, big numbers. Uh, Of course, we mentioned just the other day um, from the reports that we're getting, he is nearing Shane Troll's school record. Um, Now is probably sitting within 125, 130 points away from that school record. So uh, definitely within striking distance. Corky Franks, the way I would describe it, you talked about um, getting your devotional book and reading Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at the same time. Well, basically what he's doing is he's getting three games worth of scoring in all in once. Um, That's really helping speed his effort to the end of the regular season. He could be the school's all-time leading basketball scorer by the time we get to the end of the regular year. I'm telling you, dude, you you go out there and drop 30 and 40 a game, that eliminates the 15 a game you needed <laughs> on a consistent he can take he can take Friday off. Don't even have to play Friday. He's still well, on pace. I don't I don't know that he's gonna want to do that. Yeah, but he's still on pace. Sure. They're yeah. gonna host Highland Tech on Friday. I mean, we're looking at a stretch of games. This is this sounds crazy to me. If he scores twenty-three points Friday night, he will have had an eight day stretch scoring a hundred points. Yeah. That's not too bad. Not too bad at all. Not bad at all. I was sitting here thinking about all the lines in the water we have to help tell this story. 
sure. if the listeners really knew. <laughs> you well, know what I'm saying? And, 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 and it requires... Because we're going to tell it. Sure. It's going to get told. Right. But, uh, you know, we, we'd like to add some characters to the story, wouldn't we? No question yeah, about it. see what happens. No question about it. Because it's, uh, it's a good story. And, you know, the reality is, is last night's basketball action is going to help set the scene for Friday night. Because... I was over in Dallas watching South Point take on North Gaston, and oh, you were there last night. I was there last night. Okay, and I saw something that I I was hoping I wasn't going to see it. When I saw it, I was like, "Wow!" And then again, I saw a club respond, and and I'll kind of lay it all out this way. Um, North Gaston jumped out to a 9-0 lead last night. Uh-huh. South Point came out incredibly, incredibly flat. I mean, they look almost like, in the first couple minutes of the ball game, they looked like a team that had basically sat down on Thanksgiving Day and gorded themselves on turkey and then basically just kind of fell into a food coma. Okay? Immediately, Cody Coops, and, and, and I... You know, I can hear the conversation. He calls timeout. Letting them have it. He he didn't. That's, really? That's not his that's not his MO. He literally calls timeout, goes to an assistant coach and says, Find me five guys that I can put in right now. Woo! 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 That's that's the paraphrase of, of what I said. Of okay. what was said. Okay. Find me five guys that I can put in right now. A new five came out out of the timeout. Sparked a little bit of a run, created some balance, uh-huh. and kind of set things back to some perspective. Really? And then he put the starters back in. This is a South Point club that after one period was down 22 to 14 to North Gaston. And in that first half, Jay Sean Woods, who we've been talking about, this guy is emerging. He is he is creating some some things for Coach Cody Koops to have to think about long-term as it relates to this club. Jay Sean Woods last night had 17, and I think he had 13 in the first half. He kept this club in the ball game early. It took about five minutes of the second quarter for South Point to take a lead. I think they took a lead with right around 320 left to go in the first half. And then once that happened... They hit the accelerator and left North Gaston behind. I think they took a 10-point lead into the intermission and then didn't look back, um, ultimately winning the game 83-63 to against the Wildcats. Um, Jay Sean Woods was good at the right time for the South Point Red Raiders. Um, showed a really evolving game. His his stuff is 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 just different. How calm was Coach Coobs when he said that? So he looks at his assistant coach and says, "Find me, find me five guys that want to get it but done." There was there was an intent there. Like, oh yeah, the, the, I'm not going to sit there and say, "Hey, do me a favor. How about finding five guys for me?" It it wasn't like that. It he, was, "Hey, I need five guys that want to play. Find them for me." Right. But but it was not over the top. It yeah. was not dramatic. It's just. 
Very confident, very assertive. As soon as he called time. Dude, I love that, Brian. I love that. If you're around basketball at all, you know when a team's on a run and a coach is going to call a timeout. You just feel it coming. And so he called the timeout. He looked at his assistants. Find me five guys that I can put in right now. And that's exactly what happened. And so they and, and they went they went deep into the bench and, and brought those guys out and they scored six points immediately and really kind of helped settle things down a little bit. Then the starters came back in. North Gaston stretched the lead out a little bit more. And then finally, how do I say this? Balance was restored in the game itself to where North, you know, North Gaston could no longer withstand South Point because this is the one thing that's always been a bit of a problem for North Gaston this year. They just haven't been able to defend especially well. And so South Point had those skill players. They had Graham Williams, who was huge last night, especially after the first quarter. Those guys made a big, big difference in the ball game, and that's why they were able to turn the tide a little bit. I mean, they were down 9 nothing to start, and they ended up winning the game by 20. Kind of tells you how the game went. Bro, that's why I like a guy like Coach Coops. He's not the he's not the prototypical uh, from Belmont Red Raider, is he? He's not. He ain't from here. Coach moves in from somewhere else. To him, he's just a teacher at the school who invests in kids, right? He does things a little different. You know what I'm saying? He don't ha- he don't drink all the Kool Aid. You get what I'm saying, right? You know, and that's not a good thing or a bad thing. That's his thing. And I like the fact that he was assertive. I like that man. He's assertive. He's confident. Hey. He challenges his kids respectfully, right? Seemingly, right? Yeah, it's put a daggone spark in them. He's he's not an he, he's not one of those types of coaches. That's how you make young men, right? Yeah, the basketball stuff's easy after that. You sure. l- learn your lesson, have a little humility, get you get your tail in gear, cuz. How about dial back in? Go here and handle your business like you're supposed to. You got me. Add up, baby. Pat him on the butt. Go play basketball. I like that, man. That's he really I- does. He he carries a very cerebral look to him when he's on the sideline yeah because he doesn't he doesn't grill his kids like in public loudly it's it's not anything like that like coach D- g does those girls in basketball <laughs> i'm gonna find out tomorrow <laughs> they play at home tomorrow they they play at home against kramerton tomorrow Ooh. and i'll be there that's gonna um, be a good game isn't it it is gonna be a good game huh it's gonna be it's gonna be a nice start to the time there because We've tried out the public address system, so it's, it's... Oh, by the way, I heard about the tryout. I heard it went really well. It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I heard that B-Rush was uh, introducing kids during the PE. Yes. Yeah, it, kids it, loved it, didn't they? Going to go back at some point. Uh-huh. Um, and we're gonna, I'm going to do some announcing for dodgeball. Yeah, I think there, that's what it is. Yeah. During the PE class. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's Practice a, round. It's, it's amazing the things that I get myself into. Yeah. But, uh, but that was a lot of fun. It was the sixth graders uh-huh. that he had a group of, and it was it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it really you, was. But you, listen, it's there's this one kid that does the gritty to everything. Like, what's hey, the gritty? The little um, Jamar Chase does the uh, the dance in the end zone. The show me. No, I'm not. Stand up, and show I'm me. I'm not doing the gritty. In well, the if you, studio. If you know what it is, there's no cameras rolling in here. No, the gritty. Yeah, you'll have to look it up on YouTube. I look up stuff all day long. I know. Is it t- is it TTY or let's say gritty dance? Gritty. G-R-I-D-D-Y. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they, they've been doing that for years. Yeah, this kid, like, 
I, I, I'm sure he goes through the lunch line doing the gritty. I, I, yeah. Uh, so. It was, yeah, that, do that, that B-Rush. Do it for me. Nope. Yeah, not. do it, baby. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so it. it was. It was It was fun being there. And uh, we'll we'll get a chance to see the Belmont Wildcats take on Kramerton tomorrow in a doubleheader. He did this? Put his hands up? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. He kept swinging them. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. That's. A, uh, by the way, B-Rush is doing the greedy no, here not. in the studio. That's, yeah, you did. You did half of it. You did half of it. Okay. All right, that's, that's half false. What about that Crest-Kings Mountain game last night? How about it? Crest on the road beats Kings Mountain 79-78. Coast Levine now 10-1 and one against Kings Mountain. Continued dominance. Ah. Well, it wasn't dominant last night. They, well, had, they, had, they had to hang on. The, the 10 games, you win nine of them, that's pretty dominant. Yeah. He's been doing this for such a long time. I mean, East Rutherford... His clubs were always solid, and he's always been such a good coach. And he just moves a little closer to Gastonia, gets his time in at Crest, and just he continues to win. He he knows a thing or two about basketball. Yeah, he really does. Undefeated, a three-way tie, right now. Who would have thought that a week ago? A three-way tie. Yeah, you you got four and three Hus, four and three Kings Mountain, four and three South Point. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and so, therefore, South Point's going to Ashbrook. Obviously not for first place. Right. Right. Because there's only one team in first place. Undefeated Crest. That's right. So, you've got Huss that goes to North Gaston Friday night. I'll be there at that game. You've got South Point that now starts to get their, their road games against those big three. They're going to Ashbrook on Friday night. And in Ashbrook off to an abysmally slow start last night. South Point off to an abysmally st- slow start last night. Neither of those teams on Friday night can afford a slow start because those teams are not going to relent. If you spot Ashbrook a 10 nothing lead in their barn, they're going to bust you. Yeah. However, if South Point gets a 10-0 lead, they may come away with a road win. Somebody might be in trouble. Because we're watching something established. Here's the second unit for South Point I'm, I'm starting to really like because Jay Sean Woods is really kind of sparking that second unit. Um, this kid is, is different from his dad. Of course, his dad, Sean Woods, played at North Gaston, was a point guard there, was just lightning fast. Um, Jay Sean is taller. Jay Sean's a little leaner. Um, Sean was a really strong kid playing in high school. His whole thing was the pull-up jumper. Even with a guy on him, he could get past a guy, and he would shoot over guys at around the free throw line. Jay Sean, the game is evolving. The game is different now. He'll just throw up a little floater in the paint. Um, and because virtually everybody plays man-to-man defense now, Jay Sean can get away with that. So when he's beating his man off the bounce, he's able to throw the floater up before anybody gets over on the help. And that's become a very effective shot for him. And then, of course, you've got Landon Hunt, 
who can really shoot the ball from outside. He provides a spark, a tenacious defender. He has no problem throwing his body into a situation. That's part of what Coach Koobs has in in his second unit that can really help be a, a change of pace, if you will, for this club. I tell you what we have in our arsenal, really good contacts. We got us a little, got a conference call nine fifteen. Just line that sucker up after the show. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Special guest may be coming on this week. Fantastic. Yeah. What do you ha- think about that? Happy to hear that. Yeah. That is very good news. Yeah. When we talked about earlier. In sure. The week. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I know where you're yeah, going. Got a little call lined up. Good. Make it happen, baby. Fantastic. Yeah. Tell you what, let's take a break. There's more than one way to skin a cat. No question about it. <laughs> sometimes we go in the back door. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah, sometimes we don't go through the front door, especially if you want to open it. No, no doubt about <laughs> it. Let's take a break. We come back. We'll continue on this Wednesday morning of the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. 
The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Lawing invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning. Does, does this sound familiar? His voice sounds familiar, but I can't think the song that he sings. Sounds like Howard Jones. No, it doesn't. That's, that's not at all. I can't believe you don't know the song. Hold on. I know the voice, but I can't think of the song. Okay. All right. Who Let's, is it? Okay. Just tell me his name. John Astley. Nah, I don't know that guy. Okay. No, you don't. He sounds like the... You should know the song, though. I don't know that song. Okay. All right. You tried to play it, but I really don't know that song. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm, <laughs> to... Like, it sounds like Howard Jones. No, it doesn't. Sure it does. No, it doesn't. I... <laughs> Yeah. That, that's crazy talk. I, I, I've got Howard Jones. I'm playing, man. Really? Yeah, okay. please. Well, here we Howard go. Let's Jones. see. Let's... Sounds like Howard Jones. Okay. Well, <laughs> everybody. Things getting on it. No, that wasn't him. Didn't sound okay. like him. Here, here we go. Didn't sound like him. Okay, this is Howard Jones. All right. Things can only get better. No, see, that's not that. No, you're trying to put John Astley into that's a Howard not Jones. Jo okay, who sounds like John Astley? It's, it's Nobody sounds like John Astley. Who sounds like John Astley? Google can't help you with that. This, see, this is this is this is Howard Jones. Okay, that that guy is out of line. You sound like John Astley know, when you're trying to sound like John Astley. But John, he sounds like somebody else. I can't think of who it is. I can't think of who it is. Okay, well, I'm getting ready to. Unmask the mystery. Please. Okay. All right. Going to take you back into some 80s pop culture history. Something that when I tell you, I'm going to be absolutely stunned if you don't remember it. Okay. Just stunned. Think back, okay, to the 80s. Back in your high school days. Do you want to hear that again? No. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm trying try to get educated over here. Okay, and I'm, and I'm trying to educate you. Yeah, I, it's it's not that. There, he's got to be. He, it must be another song he sings. No, that's it. That, there, that's the only song he had. This that was that was his one hit stateside. Yes, that was it. John, Jane's, Jane's getting serious. Janie's got a gun. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not that. All right, give me the trivia. Okay. What you got? Here we go. Hold on. Okay, back in the 80s, uh -huh. 
Okay. I feel like, listen, I feel like I'm on like an 80s movie scene, like a set, right? Okay. Listen, it's an alleyway. The lighting's down It's, the it's not an alleyway. It's a restaurant. I'm looking around. It's a restaurant. Do you remember? Okay. Mischievous in the air. You're, you're killing me right now. <laughs> Go ahead. The Heinz ketchup commercial. The Heinz ketchup commercial is so thick that it's clinging to the french fry forever. All right? And Matt LeBlanc is the guy in the commercial. Very early in his acting career, long before Friends, this is the Heinz commercial. This is the song of the Heinz commercial. This is John Astley singing the song Jane's Getting Serious, which was the song they used in the Heinz commercial. I'm watching the commercial. You're watching the commercial? Yeah. See? Oh, look at that. Matt LeBlanc. Uh-huh, look at that. The, 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 the oh, ketchup hanging the, on. Did you see the look on the waitress's face? She said, oh, my goodness. That's what I'm she saying. She was taken away. That yeah. was, yeah. She was taken so, away. So did you remember any of that? Not at all. You're killing me. <laughs> Sorry, man. did not remember. You're killing me. Not Kill, killing you. I got Christmas presents I ain't gave to people. <laughs> it's, it's almost February. Yeah, I'm a little behind. Hey, now look. I'm going to tell you something right now. If, if somebody's not getting their Christmas gifts, that's kind of on them. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Why is that? Somebody tells me I got a Christmas gift waiting on me. Guess what? You going to get it? I'm hopping in the car and I'm going to get it. Yeah, I got Christmas gifts. I need, I need, I need to handle that. I, I'm so far behind, man. I got too much going on. Too much going on. I'm trying to slow down a little bit. Okay. So. How's that working out? Here's something else. Trenton Sherrill last night, 37 points against Bessemer City. That wasn't even the line of the night last night. Okay. In high school basketball. You ready for that? Yeah, go ahead. This is the line of the night. In fact, this might be the line of the year in high school basketball in this area. And it's triple double? More. No. Yes. Okay, let's hear it. Tiana Pettis. Okay. Okay. That name sound familiar? Yeah. Okay. Kiana Pettis. Uh-huh. Bessemer City. Yeah. 27 points. Okay. All right. Hold on a sec. She don't know Randall, does she? As a matter of fact, 27 points, 15 rebounds, 13 assists. Good grief. And 10 steals. A quadruple double. Really? Really. Read that to me again. 27 points, 15 rebounds, 13 assists, 10 steals. Good grief. Boo-yah. Yep. What position? I think she's a guard. Okay. Tiana Pettis, okay, had 29 points. 13 rebounds, 8 steals, and 3 assists. Kiana Pettis, 27 points, 15 rebounds, 13 13 assists, 10 steals. Where'd you get that info? Where do you think I got that info? CarolinaSportsUp.com? Bingo. Okay. (laughs) Look, that's the repository. This Richard Walker's CarolinaSportsHub.com is where it's at. When When I saw that information, because 
I got up really early, just couldn't sleep, so I decided to put it to good use. When I saw that, I was like, wow, that's that's something that's something significant. And I even watched Amaya Graham last night just own North Gaston. Just own them. She played very sparingly, very sparingly in the second half. Didn't play a ton in the first half. She still finished with 27 and 10. This kid, she's just so strong and so smooth around the basket. Nobody's got anything for her, really. She just, she just got a different game. She's so strong. Her hands are just so strong, and, and she just knows how to play around the basket. I mean, look, if, if she were 6'2", we would, I mean, we'd be looking at the likes of Gino Ariema, Dawn Staley. I mean, we'd be looking at this type of stuff happening. We'd get those sorts of high-level coaches here. She's that skilled. She's just undersized. Man, I wish, I wish there was a way to get – you were talking about recruiting earlier. Yes. I wish there was a way that you, – listen, man, every kid can't go play travel ball and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, no. And that's the easiest way for college coaches to go, you know, scout kids is go to a, you know, like a showcase, like and, where you were last weekend. And that's, in, and in that's why. That's why. But everybody can't go. People can't afford it. There has, sure. There has to be a better way for these high school coaches to get their kids seen. A, but, a better way? No. There's not. Or another way. There is another way, but that's the old school way. But you, you just see so many talented kids. Brian, there's a school for everybody. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different levels of college sports. You don't have to go play for the Tar Heels. You know what I'm saying? You can play for a million different people. Well, and, and that's the thing about it. There's a it. school for everybody. I want to see all these kids go play ball. And the showcase ball is not for people that are going to Carolina. The reality is, if, if you're, look, okay, if you're a high-level college prospect, like, for instance, Bradley Floyd is going to be a high-level College prospect. Everything right now is unofficial. So anytime you hear about this ninth grade kid that gets an offer from somebody or has committed to somebody, those are strictly verbals, okay? Strictly verbals. They've not put pen to paper. They just haven't. Yeah. Now, is it any less binding? Well, technically it is. Many, play, many people are going to hold to their commitment. They just are. But don't think for a second that it's a better deal. Don't think for a, a second that if you can go get a better deal, you can get out of that verbal commitment. Okay. It, it, and not only that, as soon as coach decides, well, there's somebody in Oregon that I like better, sorry, kid, that offer's gone. Okay. You got kids taking holding up schools for bags of cash. And then going to a different school, playing football, because we've heard those stories off air. Sure. If 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 kids are doing that, yeah, they're going to decommit and go somewhere else. But again, is it decommitting if it's nothing but verbal? Yeah. You say you're going to do something, do it. I understand that. But, I mean, what I'm saying is a lot of this stuff doesn't even – it really doesn't even matter until you get starting to sign pen to paper. And that's, you know, and it and it goes both ways. It really does. Well, if you're a college coach or a recruiter, then 
it's also your responsibility to stay in touch with these kids to make sure you don't lose them if you really want them. Sure, and there's no question that that's part of the equation. Yeah, you got to call and check on the kid. You see that you know you see your recruit had a great game last night. You should be the first person reaching out, text them after the game. How did it go? Had a baby. Well, and that's and that's why the assistants are so important. Yeah, that's why the assistants are so important. But let's but let's go back to what you talked about. The showcase side of the basketball is is one of the things that I'm starting to dive into, and primarily on the girls' side. So I've seen some really talented girls' basketball players. But again, so many of them are going to be playing low Division I basketball. So many of them are going to be playing maybe mid-major. I mean, like I saw a couple kids this week out of Clarksville Christian in Tennessee. They were playing down in Florence. They've got two freshmen who were frontline players. They are going to play higher level, okay? Already getting offers to play at high-level Division I schools because they're freshmen and they're 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and they already have significant gain. Yeah, that'll kind of do it. That'll kind of do it. And that's the thing about it. When – when you look at these players, like these conversations happen all the time. You, you just hear folks talking in the gym and they're like, well, why is that kid going there? And why is that kid going there? And so what happens is, is they'll look at the 5'11 guard that's averaging 24 points a game. And you're like, well, why is that kid not getting more looks from bigger schools? Well, it's very simple. 5'11. 5'11. And no projectability. It's kind of like the guy, well, what about the kid that's throwing 86 miles an hour, but he's striking everybody out because he's got great secondary pitches? Why isn't he getting looks from big-time Division I schools? It's very simple because he's maxing out at 86, okay? If that's all that he's got in the tank, sorry, that's not going to get it done. Will he go play college baseball? Yes. Is he going to go play at Wake Forest? No. But now all of a sudden you've got the kid that throws 96, but he may hit the mascot in the third row. <laughs> well, why is he getting looked at? Because somebody's going to be able to teach him how to not hit the mascot in the third row. The hope. Well, again, there's plenty of college coaches out there that believe they're going to be the ones to be able to figure it out. That's why guys get drafted. The, the guys in the show are thinking our scouts, our advisors, our coaches in the minor league system, they're going to get these right guys right. Is it a perfect system? No. But there's a reality that comes with all of this. And it creates a, a, a disparity, if you will. The reality is, you look at my hand right now. When you've got a kid whose hand's another inch, inch and a half yeah. bigger than mine, guess what? There's projectability there. When all of a sudden, there's a kid wearing a size 16 shoe, but he's so lanky that it doesn't make sense. There's projectability there. The reality is this kid's probably do at least one more growth spurt. So if he's 6'4", he could easily become 6'8", 6'9". Well, now you're looking at mid-major and major Division I schools coming his way because if he hits that growth spurt before he graduates high school, now you've got some projectability. Now you've got a chance to go play at some of the higher levels of basketball. And they can even teach the skills. 
They can even teach the skills because you can't teach 6'8". You can't teach 6'9". No, and that's one thing Coach Leonard was talking about from Queens. You know, that one time he was on the show. Brian, sometimes it's just the simple fact of a guy's a half an inch or an inch taller than another guy. Right. You know, sometimes it's that little bit of thing that, that differentiates the guy between being a D2 and a D1 player. And it, It's and the smallest thing. I mean, really. I mean, it's those types of things that determine – whether a guy goes to Belmont Abbey and plays, yeah, or whether a guy goes to Queens, yeah, it's that small. Isn't that it really crazy? Is. Isn't that crazy? But that's just the way it is. You're under the microscopic lens of athletics now. No question about it. it and was, I love it. Yeah, do you? It was never that way. I absolutely love it. But it creates an opportunity. So when we come back, I, I really do want to talk about this because it gives uh, gives us an opportunity. Because we're telling stories, and the more stories that we're telling and we're putting out on the air and we're putting out on podcast, guess what? We've developed a pretty good network of coaches that hear this stuff. So whether we know it or not, we're getting in the recruiting game. And we can, you know, let's talk about it when we come back on the other side of the break. Yeah, because I have a a story we can talk about from a conversation I had earlier this week. Sure. Let's do that. Let's take a break. and we come back, we'll continue on the final block of the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Attention, Gastonia homeowners. It's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online, WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us 
at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Oh, man. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. What about those headlines, Brian? Clickbait headline. Yeah, you, you, you painted a real vivid picture of I'm me. Am I getting pretty good at that? Getting people to uh, want to listen to the podcast, I, I, even I, yeah, it's working because it's even more people listening. I guarantee you, there's some uh, there's some people that are like, I don't really think I want to invite this guy to dinner. Um, so uh, at one twenty three hour one. That was by the way, that was yesterday, right? Correct. Snow in Charlotte, oh, sorry. which didn't happen. Overnight scores: snow in Charlotte, Barney the dinosaur, B Rush's disdain for Christmas, snow, and dogs. And Cody Coob's South Point basketball. Yeah. See, that, <laughs> the guy that doesn't like snow, Christmas, or dogs. Yeah, he's not welcome anywhere. Uh-uh. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna go try to get some lunch somewhere today. I'm probably gonna get turned out. They're they're gonna turn me away in three different locations. Hour two yesterday. Jim Chester Gardner Webb baseball. Is Corky moving to Oklahoma? That's a negative. <laughs> we talked about it. Yes. Earl Campbell autographed jersey. In East Gaston basketball. Yes. Yeah. Something for everybody. Something for everybody. Especially if you're half dyslexic like me. <laughs> it's all over this tune in. Well, and, and okay, and, and this is another something that we're going to get into that everybody that follows sports can get into. Because you asked me a question a segment ago. What else is available for kids who are looking to go play college basketball or go play any college sports at all without the showcase element? Brian, so so it used to be, unless you were the top guy, you wasn't going anywhere to play ball, right? All these options weren't there like there is now. The options were limited. Brian, I've seen seen so many kids with talent being around high school sports, so many kids with talent. I'm like, dude, you're going to go to college, okay? So you already plan on going to college. Go to college and play sports. Well, nobody's recruiting me. Okay, go recruit them. You can do that. 
You can do that now. You can. That Brian, you know how many kids are getting into school by reaching out to colleges and telling them they're interested? Yes. And sitting in game film and things like that. These coaches, they can't find everybody. There's 40 million kids playing sports. I know. but but Brian, if your kid has any talent, you can get your kid into school playing ball. Okay. But but here's here's one of the things that I heard growing up. And I've wanted to push back against this from the moment that I heard it. Okay. The, the adage of if you're good enough, they'll find you. Okay. That's bogus. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I mean. Here's what I mean by that. Can you get found by a school haphazardly? Yes. You can. Yeah, like if you want one option uh-huh. and you're going to take the one option you get and it just happens to be the one place that shows up on a night that you happen to be playing, can that work out? Yes. Is that good enough? For some people, it is. But I've seen so many situations when I was in school, now that I've been spending three decades plus out of high school, there have been so many kids that, I mean, a lot of kids have found good fits and have had good college experiences and have been able to have good adult lives and move on and do all this kind of stuff. And for them, man, that's awesome. Congratulations. And not every good situation is a good fit, okay? And everybody that goes to D1 doesn't necessarily have a phenomenal experience. I am absolutely the type of person that believes that a good college experience can be had at the D2 level, can be had at the D3 level, can be had not even necessarily at the NCAA level, okay? There are plenty of other opportunities out there. But I push back on anybody that says if you're good enough, they'll find you. Here's why, okay? I've seen this situation happen Way too often, a kid that I've seen with my own eyes that know, I know for a fact that this kid is good enough to play, let's just, for instance, Division II basketball. But then you ask, hey, where's this kid going? Well, we're not really sure yet. Well, guess what? It's January of this kid's senior year. You better get an idea of where he's going. Well, he's gotten a couple of D3 offers, and he's gotten a JUCO offer. Really? What I'm seeing is better than D3 in a JUCO, okay? Because a JUCO, in this instance, really doesn't even make a whole lot of sense. It really doesn't make a whole lot of sense at all. There are some guys that just need to stay away from JUCO ball because it's not going to necessarily give them the best academic experience because there are better academic opportunities out there for them. And then there are other kids that because they're so immensely talented, they're such great athletes, period, maybe one sport isn't going to be the right situation for them. Maybe they could go to a D3 school and play multiple sports. Now, if that's something they have any interest in doing, that could create a phenomenal life experience for them. Brian, here's the thing about it, okay? You're going to send your kid to school. You're going to spend fifty to $100,000. For most kids. Okay. Some kids aren't going to have to worry about it. You're going to spend fifty to a hundred thousand bucks for your kid to get a piece of paper that says that they're qualified to do something that they have absolutely no experience doing. 
So you're getting ripped off right out of the gate, okay? Let's be honest. You have no, you, you pay for it, it, it. doesn't have to be that. You're way. paying for a piece of paper that says you're qualified to do something that you have no experience in. That's fine. That's the game. That's part of it, right? Well, but so Brian, if you're going to do that, if you're going to do it, go play sports and have a jersey you can hang up in your office once you get that job and start making your money back. At least do that. But I, but I think there is some. There's I, an opportunity for everybody. But man. I think there is some validity. To some, there are some programs out there. Look, if if you're, there are some programs that just seem antithetical to anything that you're trying to get in a job market. But there are other careers that are absolutely an imperative to get if you're trying to get to a certain place. So, for instance, okay, if you're going to ultimately become an insurance salesman. I don't know that political science is really a good option for you. <laughs> right, okay, right, right. You could probably do better, business administration, perhaps. Um, if you want to be involved in sports post college, sports management, sport management could work, especially if you translate it into a master's in business administration or something of that nature. Um, there are plenty of avenues in which to go with this. In, in in that conversation with the kids, the coaches, and the parents, that's something they need to have. I stay out of that conversation. Brian, 20 years ago, if you were good enough, they'll find you. That worked because there was not 500 people that could throw 96 mile an hour. There was one guy. You, you see what I'm saying? Brian, now, how many how many six-foot or six-one right-handed pitchers that throw 91 mile an hour are there in the United States? So many. They're right. everywhere. Right. They're a dime a dozen. Didn't used to be that way, did it? See what I'm saying? Not so much. How many? Listen, Sullivan Absher, 6'7", 325 pounds. He didn't go to Notre Dame because he played at South Point. No offense to South Point. He would have went anywhere he wanted. I don't care if he played at Piedmont Community Charter, Mountain Island Charter, Ashbrook, East Gaston. I don't care where he played. He was going somewhere because of he was 6'7", 300 pounds. But I will. You can't find. They but, they're not at every school. But I will say this, okay? The fact that he went to South Point helped get him to a higher level. Possible, possibly, possibly. Okay? If he's playing at some schools, some schools don't have that connectivity. I get, I get that. But what I'm saying is, some guys, some, you know, some yeah, guys so are just big like that. When you're like that, you're going to get an opportunity. Yeah. But, but Brian, at, at you, the wrong school, you're going to end up going to a SOCON school, no offense to SOCON schools, to where Sullivan Absher was able to go to Notre Dame. Those guys are going to get picked over first. The guys that are 6'7", 300, 325 pounds, they're getting picked over first. Right. The 6'8", the, 6'9", the six, 6'10", six, high school kid that plays basketball that's dropping 25 a game, he's going to get picked over first. Brian, here's what stinks. There's so many six-foot guys that are scoring 30 points a game in basketball and throwing for a bunch of yards in, in football and are really good athletes. A lot of those guys never get a chance. Well, but, but it creates an opportunity, okay, because – and again, I'm not in the college recruiting game. I'm not. No, but I want to help these kids get into college. No doubt. And we have connections. We're developing a list of people – that we know out there. So guess what? If I see a kid, guess what I'm going to do? If I see that there's a kid that in my mind fits a certain place, I'm going to start reaching out to guys. Hey, coach, check this kid out. Hey, just want to show you this kid. 
you do you. This kid works for your program, reach out. If he doesn't, no, no sweat. I'm not, look, I'm not trying to hawk the market. I'm not trying to sit there and say, I'm not trying to be one of those guys. Hey, you know, for $5,000, I can get this kid over to your school. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I'm doing I'm at all. I'm not trying to be an agent. No, not trying sir. to be an agent at all. Just but, trying to help these kids. But as far as I'm concerned, if I can help a kid get a look, yeah, awesome. If I can help a kid get three looks, that's three times awesome. If I can help a kid get five looks, and now all of a sudden he signs somebody, guess what? That's exactly what this platform is for, amongst other things. But if we can help get college coaches connected with these high school kids and get them to go get really good college experiences, I would say that's another reason we've done our job here on these airwaves. And, Brian, we hear it every week from these kids about them not getting help from their schools. We hear it every week. Well, and some schools are better at it than others. They are because, yeah, it's a lot of schools. Some schools do it really, really a well. A lot of schools are catching up to the times, you know, trying to help their kids. I get it, man. You're a coach. You don't get – I get it. These high school coaches don't get paid a ton of money. They're busy. They're never home. I mean, that's just another element to the job. I mean, now, now you got to spend six hours a week helping your kids get into well, college. Well, and, and one of the things and that And you I, don't have it. I get it. One of the things that I'm noticing on the showcase side of things that I've started engaging in, those schools really get out in front of it. Yeah. And those schools really do a very good job of getting those college coaches in front of those kids, which, again, the reality is if a college coach can go to one location and watch six ball games and see – a hundred prospects, that's better than going to one school with one game watching one prospect. It's a numbers game, and that's what these coaches have to go for. Because, Brian, those coaches have to maximize their time as well. Sure. Just because they're at college don't mean they don't have a wife and kids or significant other and vacation. They don't have time either. And who knows? Maybe part of this for us is we help to facilitate some of these things that aren't necessarily showcase games, but – neutral site venue games that we can help get the word out about or can help to organize. Yeah. It's very interesting how all of this could go down. All I know is it's, it's good getting out there and seeing these kids and trying to work on getting them connected because there's a lot of talent in this area in a variety of sports. And I'm really grateful that I get an opportunity to cover it. And we'll be back here again tomorrow covering it all over again. You think we'll have some more Honey Hunters news to talk about tomorrow? Because <laughs> we didn't ever get to it. Well, I mean, again, well, we got to it. I mean, w look, we know what we know, and we reported it. Um, we can go a little more in-depth with the story because you saw the Queen City News version of it. Yeah. I saw the Channel 9 News version of it, and uh, it's an interesting story. There's no question about it. And we can get to it tomorrow because we can also be one day closer to the NFC and AFC championship games, which we'll be able to cover as well. All that as we continue tomorrow morning from 7 to 9 here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Until then, Glenn Beck comes on at 9 o'clock. Winthrop basketball on tonight on WGNC. God bless everybody. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow. Take it easy. We well, thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. 
on the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.